Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You are listening to Conversations from a Room. I'm your host, Tommy Lee Jones. folks glad to have you here if it's your first time to the show welcome every episode i bring on a new guest where we discuss film tv music books past lives dream jobs mafia names perfect breakfast so thanks so much for tuning in guys it's nice to have you here even though i can't hear or see you I'm right there with you, right in your ear cavity. All right, that's enough being creepy. Anyways, guys, today I sit down with a true renaissance man, Mr. Rene Granado, coming to you all the way from Miami, Florida. This guy is a true artist in every which way. He is a talented man. You'll see. So just sit back, relax, and get ready, because this is Conversations from a Room. You could do one of those. Actually, you could use that other stuff, like a little intro, and then go. Welcome to the Christian Lugo Show. <laughs> but wait, how do you? How would you know how I start my podcast? Now I got to get like a sound effect that does that. <laughs> now you have to get a sound effect. Why? Just take mine here. Ready? Now I have to ready? hire a guy. No, you don't. Watch. Ready? Okay. Welcome to the Lugo Show on 101.5 FM. Good morning, folks. It's a great morning here in the city of wherever we are. It's going to be scattered clouds, sunny skies, and a beautiful day. Make sure you eat your corn bran and have a good morning, fuckface. <laughs> and don't forget your oat milk. I fucking love oat milk. Don't joke about oat milk. And they say it's bad for you, but that's another What? Story. What isn't that bad for story? you nowadays? They're, they're going to be like... Everything, dude. At this point, Everything just put WD-40 in your cereal. Okay? <laughs> like that's, there's nothing that's good for you anymore. I'm, I'm just going to start smoking there. cigarettes because it's like, who cares? <laughs> who fucking at this cares? Point, listen, at this point, I'm, I'm literally having McDonald's every other day and, and Burke, Taco Bell. Like, at this point, honestly... We're here to live a good life, not a, not a long life, okay? <laughs> that's, that's it, man. What would be your, your radio intro if you had your own radio show? Oh, man, I, that's, that's interesting. I haven't really yeah. thought about that. I haven't thought about it because I'm always imitating everybody else's radio things. WWQBA <laughs> 98.3. You know, that's what I'm like, always like imitating <laughs> <Yeah>. and stuff. <laughs> well, once again, welcome to the show. It's nice to have Thank you, you here. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Dude, honestly, it is, uh, and I told you this, I appreciate so much you reaching out and having me. I'm super grateful. Of course, and I'm, because, I'm uh, grateful for you to, to, to say to say yes to this, you know? Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, we you could have been like, fuck off. <laughs> no, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And okay, just keep before adjusting we were, your we, chill sign. <laughs> Got to make sure my chill. <laughs> None of this is going to be, it's just recorded uh, audio. I know, but just in case, for those of those who are, who are just listening, there's a chill sign behind me. It is a chill this sign is in a, the background. This is, a, this is a chill podcast. This is Renee's chill podcast. It's your Renee. Hey guys, just pull back. Renee and Christian's chill Have podcast. A pina colada. This reminds me of the, This reminds me of that SNL skit with the shorty balls. Uh, I have these, uh, <laughs> these balls, these little shorty, they, I call them my, uh, my shorty balls. Funny enough, that was my email username for like 10 years. It was from like middle school to college. My email was my sweaty balls at yahoo.com <laughs> because that of was my of course it would be christian of course it would that be. was my dad's idea too because it was like my first email and he was like oh you should make it something funny like like my sweaty balls and because i thought 
he knew what was funny. But you know, when you're a kid, you just think your dad's the funniest person ever. You, but you think your dad's your hero, man. You all think- he likes is my shorty balls <laughs> and fart jokes. So yeah, a true man's man. Yeah, he's a true man's man. I like. I had this joke that was like. Some would say that I'm a ladies' man in that I'm a lady man. <laughs> just, just a, just a, a one, one letter there. <laughs> one just, letter. I can see how missing one letter changes a lot. One letter changes <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, he's kind of a lady man. <laughs> uh, that's a good that's one. Funny. That's a good one. All right, man. All right, so so the show's called Conversations from a Room. Oh. Obviously, it's two it's two people talking. Look, we're both in our we're room, both in our rooms, having a we got a chill sign in the background. Chill sign in the, back. the theme of the show is movies, music, books, and beyond. Okay. Basically, we talk about things that are involved in the arts. So I kind of simplify things, and I always ask the guests the same three questions. Okay, it's going to be what is one of your favorite films? Okay, what's one of your guilty pleasure films? And what's one of the worst films you've ever seen? Oh, oh, okay. Oh my God! I all right. However, order you want to answer it. I may have to do a search for that film. Go ahead, go ahead. But you know one, one that I truly, I, I don't know, maybe you've seen it, but it is a guilty pleasure. It is one of my favorite films. Is Boiler Room? Boiler Room. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know that film with Patrick Stewart? No, no, not Patrick Stewart. With, with oh, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking you're Green, Green Room. Room, but no, with no, uh, it was. Uh, uh, what's his name from from oh my god uh, from Fast and the Furious? Oh, Vin uh, Diesel. Okay, so that was Vin Diesel's first film. Oh shit! That man, was Vin Diesel's is... first film, and R- Rabisi. What's his name? Rabisi. Uh, uh, Giovanni Rabisi. Damn, this Giovanni was, Rabisi. I get it. This was pre Fast and the Furious. Vin Diesel before he before he had his family. Yeah, yeah. Before, before he had his family. Before all, he had his family. And you know what? Uh, ben Affleck is in this too. Uh, yeah, Ben Affleck is also in. And actually, she plays a really good part in there. But man, it's it's like a crew. Yeah, this is yeah it's a, a crazy, crazy cast. cast. Yes, yes. Jamie Kennedy, Scott Kahn. Yes, holy it's shit! It's a great film, and a lot of people don't know about it. And dude, it's it's I've seen it tons of times. It's about it's about stockbrokers, and Rabisi's character is a total. You know, he runs a gambling. Uh, he runs a gambling front for college kids. So they come into his apartment. He has it all set up. His friends run the the casino. Yeah, you know what I mean. He hires his friends and stuff. And then at one point, like, you know, he he his dad's the judge. His dad finds out, goes crazy. All he's trying to do is make his you know dad love him because he's been a hard ass on him his whole life. And and then he ends up saying, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know he gets an opportunity to get into the stock you know to stocks and trading stocks. But he ends up going with this company that's kind of like a penny stock company wait a second this is just, this is the wolf of wall street it is it is but he has a conscious and morals <laughs> so, you, you're saying you're saying the wolf of wall street character no not the wolf of wall street that guy that guy's all out balls to the wall no i'm talking about rabizi's character in this in this okay. uh, giovanni's character he ends up having a conscious and, a, and some morals and but it's actually a great film just because honestly the writing's fantastic yeah giovanni rabizi man that guy is a great actor what a fantastic actor that guy is. And then the cast. Now, looking back at it now, it's like, man, Ben Affleck was so young. Vin, it was Vin Diesel's first film, and he's actually really good. He doesn't have this voice. You know, he talks, <laughs> he talks normal. Like, he talks normal. But it's, it's interesting. It's just an interesting, interesting film. And for some, I saw it, I think, like, right when I 
got a DVD player. <laughs> it was like one of my first DVDs. Yeah, 2000. <laughs> it was around that time. It came out in 2000. Yeah. All right, let me see. It was directed by Ben Younger. I don't, I've don't. i never heard of this guy. No. But uh, And it was written by him as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe it was just like a passion project. I, th- I think so, and he got and he got a great, great cast. So do you go back and watch it every now and then? Yeah, it's just one of those films you don't know what to watch, and I know that's like, it's just a solid film for me. I don't know why. And so it's, what do you have it on DVD? I had it on I had it on DVD, but now I stream it. I have a great DVD collection. I have a DVD collection too, but I'm like, why do I need this anymore? You don't. Honestly, man, listen, listen. I'm I'm an older generation. I get you got to move with the times. Younger kids, <laughs> I'm gonna say that. I get it. You got to move with the times, man. I get it. It's so much easier. But every once in a while, you want to put a DVD in. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, if someone was profiled and they were like, yeah, they don't have cable or streaming, they watch everything on DVD. I'd be like, Ugh, take them to jail. <laughs> oh no, kill them. I remember getting my first VHS. That was the most exciting thing ever, dude. Do you remember the? first movie you watched on it my first vhs movie i uh, i do not remember because i do i don't i don't but what i'll tell you what i do remember no i'll tell you what i do i even want to say i even want to say et but i don't think it was that you're so excited Ants. my very first one i do not remember this is gonna sound insane oh no was it boiler room <laughs> this is gonna sound no it's gonna sound ins- worse actually this is gonna sound insane because the movie I remember, it, it was the weirdest film, and I can't believe I was like, my, my parents let me watch that stuff at freaking... Okay. All I remember, I don't remember the name to, the, exactly, but all I remember was this dude who had his twin brother growing out of his side here, and his twin brother would make him, like, go nuts and kill people. Okay, okay, let's see. Okay, so... so t- <laughs> <laughs> Explain this movie one more time. It was just a, a guy. <laughs> it was a guy, and he had he was like he was like he guy had this twin brother that like that grew inside of him, like on like his his little head. Who has twin brother growing out of his his side, side and ribcage, controlling him. Okay, let me see. Is it basket case? That's it. Basket case. That's it. He would carry him around in a basket case or something. No way. A man carrying a big basket that contains his extremely deformed, <laughs> formerly conjoined twin brother seeks vengeance on the doctors who separated them against their will. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, this sounds terrifying. <laughs> this was the first <laughs> memory the first. of a VHS? I don't know if it's the first memory, but it's the one that Holy has stuck with me. Holy shit. That? Wow. It came out in 1982. There you go. Directed by Frank Henenlotter. Written by Frank Henenlotter. Boy, you really seem to like movies that are written and directed written by, the by the same person. Yeah. I don't like wasting time. Damn. <laughs> yeah, neither do they. <laughs> Holy shit, man. This sounds terrifying. Yeah, man. Basket case. That's a good one. This is a good one. I'm glad we brought this up. And look at this tagline. The tenant in room seven is very small, very twisted, and very mad. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you, Christian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do not go to apartment 107. That dude is nuts. He he brought in a bunch of DVDs the other day. It's fucking crazy. He must be nuts. He brought a bunch of DVDs in. All right, so let's talk about... This sounds like a good time to talk about guilty pleasures. Yes, sir. What's like a, a movie that you can watch over and over again? I know that's basically boiler room for you, but like a guilty pleasure is good because it's like a, like a rom-com or, or something that you're almost embarrassed to say you love not, this movie. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what right now. <laughs> you fucking say it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what right now. Anything that has Matthew McConaughey in it. I'm a Matthew McConaughey of fan. Course, of course, but you know what? Because of the range, dude. At one point, I think I think at one point I had I had his a picture of him with no shirt on the back of my door. It was you crazy. think it was or like, you know? 
No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I know. Listen, I wanted to walk out the door and be like, man, I got to look like that guy. He looks amazing. I mean, the guy's always just I loved his Oscar speech when he was like, you know, a lot of people have role models, but my role model when I was a kid was me today. Yeah. Yeah. And I I remember thinking like, the fuck do you (laughs) mean by that? First of all, how, how do you even have the the, the cognitive thinking to like it's even to be like, like my role model isn't my father, <laughs> it isn't even my big brother. My role model is me, it's me ten 20, years from now. Years from- to have that fucking confidence. Man, that is honestly like that that speech blew me away though. So when it comes to like actors, he's probably your top. Man, I don't know what it is about him. I just really enjoy all his films. I enjoy his acting. I enjoy, well, he, he's a phenomenal know. human. I mean, like, just as a human as it is, like, you know, I was thinking about actors like this today, like, like Joaquin Phoenix, Daniel Day-Lewis, mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey. Take them out of their career. Just as human beings, they're very interesting. Very interesting. They live on a different wavelength. They have a different perspective. Like I'm saying, he's an interesting person. The, the, the things that he does in his life that caters to his performances, that caters to his his overall career as a performer. But yeah, it's a, it's a true sign of your character when it when it translates into your film. Another good example is like Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. He seems like such a genuine person. So when you see him in film, that light translates yeah, to you. Definitely. You have to have something about yourself that connects to your soul. And I feel like he's he's found his own what's the word? I don't I don't want to say his own destiny. Like he's got his, his own, own he's got his own playbook. Absolutely exactly that's a great way. His own you know? playbook. And so it, it's always worked for him. So okay, this was actually kind of a fun question. I, I my girlfriend came up with recently, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to add it to the show. So you know these these actors that have made such an impact on film or or specific characters. What's like a character in film? Your James Bonds or your Jack Sparrows or you know John Wicks, a character that was created by the actor that became more famous because of the portrayal of the actor. What's one that really comes to mind? Oh man, Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Oh, fuck yeah, that's a perfect one. That character made him famous. Although he was already famous within his own right with, with Moonlight. Uh-huh. They didn't even want to give him the, that job because he was on the TV show. They didn't think he would translate. Well, that's the thing. I remember hearing a story that when the productions had announced that he was going to be this character in mm-hmm. in Die Hard, people were laughing because they thought Bruce Willis, he was like a goof. He was a goof. I mean, Moonlighting, he played like a goof, a goof, uh, private eye. You know? This was like a, was this a comedy? Moonlighting. Oh, it was a mystery. It was like a mystery comedy though. Cause he was, he was funny. Yeah. And he was the, uh, he was the, the comedy relief. And then he comes out and does this. And then he comes out, does this action thing and just destroys the part. And then he becomes an action star. Can't be seen for anything else. And then they make like, what, five, six diehard movies after that? Not only the people didn't like him, like even the, the, the producers weren't like okay with it. They didn't yeah. think he had enough power to, to push the film. Put it this way, they didn't even they didn't even put his picture on the poster. Yeah, it was just the building. <laughs> it's just the building. <laughs> That's crazy. But so, yeah, Die Hard definitely is one of those characters. We'll do one more, if you can remember, worst film of all time. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Ari from uh, Entourage was in it. Oh, okay. Is it a recent film? Oh, no, it's a, it's a 1990s film. Oh, and so was Cameron Diaz, Jeremy Piven. Okay, Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. Cameron Diaz. is in it. It's a... Uh, Very Bad Things. Oh, that one. What a horrible film. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This is with Christian Slater and John dude. Favreau. 
I mean, I don't know, you might watch it and love it, but I was in the theater saying, when is this film going to end? Very bad things. Chris, I was literally, I remember I was there with my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, oh, this movie has to get better, right? I mean, it started off great. It was directed by Peter Berg, which is like a huge director. Listen, He's done listen. Ballers. He did Lone Survivor. I want to be a front. I may be the only one who hates it. Oh, it's a personal worst film. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Yes. What, what's, what, you what about this movie stands out to you? These four friends, these four friends go out. Yeah, spoil go it. Out. Who cares? Let's spoil it. Who cares? These four friends go to Vegas. I can't remember one of them getting married, I think. They go out. To Vegas, they're gonna have the night on the town, the best thing ever. The movie starts off fantastic. Quarter of the way through, they're doing all this insane stuff, and they hire a stripper to come to the room. <laughs> okay. Right. Then the stripper comes to the room. They talk her into actually having sex for you know sex with her for money, the whole damn thing. Oh, I think hold one, on. I have to say start- this, dude. I'm so sorry. It was written and directed by the same fucking guy. <laughs> You're you're three for three, man. Hey, man. Every single one of the things that you've got is written and directed by the same person. Maybe there's a thing with you. Maybe there's a pattern. Like you you only watch films that are written and directed by the exact same person. Wow. I mean, it's not it's it's not unlikely, but I've never had every single film. Every single one. Yeah. Written and directed. That's great. I should. You should. I think you should get an award. For this. <laughs> I should get. Do I have a Christian? Do I have you, that Christian Lugo? What would you like? Uh, I don't know. What do you got? What do you got laying around there? <laughs> I'm like looking at my coffee. <laughs> what do you got laying around there? <laughs> so, dude. So, anyways, chaos so ensues. They hire this stripper. They hire this stripper. It turns into like a sexual thing. What? Then, what did you expect? No, there was like you know, you know, stripping, and then it turned into like you know, prostitution type of thing. Ah, I see. I can't remember for which character, but I believe it was Jeremy Piven's character. There, they take he takes her into the bathroom, and they're just going at it, and he's like super into it. And then I see he just grabs her and he throws her up against the wall, and he's going at it, and then he realizes he just jammed. The hook that you put your towel onto the back of her head. Oh, why would he do that? By accident, he just like, you know, in the passion, he just swung her onto the wall. What an idiot. Man, the film just goes, for me, just went straight downhill. Once the stripper dies, I had, I'd lost interest. <laughs> Once the stripper dies, I lost total interest. Wait, so is the stripper Cameron Diaz? No, the Cameron was the is the wife of one of the guys. But then what happens is it the movie just gets so insane because they end up burying this girl in the middle of the desert and then they're all like take a pack not to say anything and little by little they just all start breaking and then little by little wow. like one friend knock you know gets rid of another friend and another friend like rams his card to the other friend because he thinks he's gonna talk and then all i can tell you is at the end the last scene of the film is cameron diaz running into the street because she has lost her mind She's literally in a what? in a breakdown, and she just runs into the middle of the street and just falls crying. And it's like it was one of those things. I'm like, it can't get any worse. <laughs> I mean, it can't get any. And I'd be telling her, my girlfriend at the time, I'm like, ah, it can't get worse, hon. And then my, I'm like, oh my god, this is the biggest piece of shit. And then she runs out <laughs> and it ends. And I'm like, why didn't I leave this movie and ask for my money back? Let me ask you this: What did you take away from this movie? What was the biggest lesson from I this movie? I, don't hire hookers <laughs> in, in Vegas hotel rooms. <laughs> Holy shit, man. And no towel hooks in the bathroom. Dude, it was the worst film, Christian. Yeah. The worst film I have ever seen. The fact that it's called Very Bad Things does not help. Damn. A very savage. Oh, and it's a comedy? Yeah. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling that you, the is... movie started off great. The movie started Damn. off so good. Four buddies in Vegas gonna have a night on Vegas and all very bad things. Ooh, what could happen? And then no, they kill a hooker that or a stripper. Sucks, dude. And then they all go literally bananas and start killing, whacking each other off. 
And I don't mean that kind of whacking. I'm talking about the, you know. Yeah, killing each other. Gangster, I'm sure, the gangster sure. whacking. It's so bad. So uh, here's another one. A film that has been hyped up by society, but then by the time you watch it, it was a letdown. You know what? I, th- I might have to get back to that one. I don't know. I don't have, to, I don't, I don't have an answer for that one. Honestly, like, I think if I, if right now off the top of my head, if I had to say something, which it, it, the problem was it wasn't even that bad. But it wasn't like it got such so much hype. Was the Flash film? Yeah, yeah, because the trailer made it seem like it was. Yeah, the trailer seemed was great, and 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 it got super hyped up with critics and the things. Michael Keaton, they're bringing back. And he got a ton of hype. And at the end of the day, it went. I'm like, man, it wasn't as great. But I, but I wasn't, I wasn't like totally let down. Yeah, I thought you know what? Explain it. I had a good time with it. I saw it recently. It was on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put it on HBO. You know, besides the whole Ezra Miller like scandal, because I hear he's like he's gotten himself in a lot of. Did I, did I ever tell you about the story I had with Ezra Miller? No, please tell. It, it was a crazy story. I'd love to. I gotta hear. tell you. We I went to the corner local bar here in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With some friends. How long ago was this? Before he got accused of grabbing that girl in Hawaii. Oh, so this was like last year. Yeah, yeah, it was like last year. Wow, we were at the okay, corner. Okay. We're there, me and Doralis with some friends. And uh, we meet him. Was he by himself? He was with like a small entourage. Uh huh. And he was just like, we're just talking. And my friend Gabe says, man, like anything could happen here at, at the corner. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Ezra Miller comes and just wow. kneels in front of us. Like, and I'm literally looking down. I'm like, I, I had to like take like a quick second. I'm I like, double take. No, I, and all I said was like, are you the Flash? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you asked him? I swear to God, that's all I asked him. That's so him. funny. I go, are you the Flash? And he's like, yeah, but I just had to come over here. And he just started talking to us. And he was saying some, you know, funny, weird, wacky stuff. Sure, sure. <laughs> and then kind of like just said, uh, you know, the energy in the table was too much and he had to leave. Yeah, he couldn't deal with a bunch of Cubans. <laughs> oh, and then I, didn't, I, I realized that as I'm looking down, he's wearing a bulletproof vest. What? Like a Desert Storm bulletproof vest with a badge. He's heard a lot about Miami. <laughs> That <laughs> too. All he was wearing with yeah. that bulletproof vest was his underwear and some um, uh, boots. So what? So he had taken off his pants, I guess. I don't know if he had taken them off or he had. He just always had them off, but he had his own boxer briefs and and some boots and his uh, bulletproof vest. Jesus Christ! What did you guys talk about while he was there? He just came in and he said he had to talk to someone here, and then he just like you know, it was it was very fast. Yeah. Well, he is the Flash. He is the Flash. There you go. He was working. He was practicing for his film. He's a method actor. <laughs> He's a method actor. And he was just kind of like, he said, I, I have to talk. I don't know. I just feel this energy here at this table. It's just, And then I don't know what happened. And someone called him and he just kind of dipped. He goes, I got to go. I got to go. And he was dipping. And we're all like, what the hell just did? Wow. That was Ezra Miller. What the fuck? And look, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. honestly, honestly, he seems like a fun guy. He seems like a guy, if you go out, you're just going to have a time with him. I think the problem is that a lot of people are trying to not justify it like oh he's a terrible person because i think he maybe he might just have like a mental issue that needs to be yeah that needs to be addressed yeah it needs to be addressed i think he just needs to get the Mm -hmm. help he needs he's probably not a terrible person he probably just has these these tendencies of doing bad things because he has mental issues and so you know when you put this person in the spotlight and you don't really give them the help they need then they're going to take advantage of it so Exactly. And, and he started young, right? He started young, too. Yeah, he was like a teenager when he started acting. Yeah, yeah. man. And I think, let me tell you, those, man, being a young actor. Yeah, it does stuff to you. And, and someone as popular as him has to do something to of you. Of course, of course. I always say that I think that I think that I started my career late. I think that the universe, <laughs> the universe <laughs> or whoever. <laughs> I am where I am now because I needed to start now. <laughs> I am because I needed to start now. I think if I would have started. Hey, you and me same, brother. Yeah, I think if I would have started a little, a little earlier. 
I don't think it would have been. I think if I would have had fame in my in my youth, I probably would have also been getting in trouble. I probably would have been most of my time would have been getting in trouble for sure. For sure. Because I got in trouble when I wasn't famous. (laughs) You were getting in trouble when you didn't. Imagine if the camera was were on (laughs) you. Imagine you had the camera on you and and you could have anything you want. Anything I wanted. Drugs, you know. Ladies, cars, homes, anything. Anything you want. Anything, right? For sure. Anyways, we got to get famous quick. Quick. I mean, <laughs> my clock is ticking. I need these things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, l- l- we were trying to get into music earlier, but let's get back into it now. So let's do it. What time period do you think was the best for music? I was saying I, maybe you know it's what? the time that you grew up with or maybe I think I have a, a thing for that. What is it? Unless you're a big music person, mm-hmm. right? I think when you're younger, you tend to pick up things quicker. So I think you like you learn the lyrics better. Mm-hmm. You really listen to the lyrics and you memorize them and you know the words by heart. And I think you just get more into music at a certain time period in your life. It's funny I say like I think that was the best generation of music, but that's not necessarily the music I listen to. Like I I think it's just music that hasn't been made as well since then. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. But okay, I'll ask like the the music sort of category question, mm-hmm. which is like, what's like your comfort? music you know like your guilty pleasure music uh, i was gonna say 80s man 80s the 80s music is my comfort music okay but like what artists uh, obviously michael billy joel george are you saying george michael uh michael jackson oh michael jackson oh michael jackson okay remember that's man thriller <sighs> still to this day the best album like i was a big michael fan i had my michael thriller watch really oh yeah with michael you know just chilling there in his white in his white suit no way uh, that's funny yeah yeah huey i was a big huey lewis in the news fan really Big Huey Lewis in the news. Man, I haven't listened to them in a long yeah. time. But you know what? As a young kid, I was a huge Elvis fan. Okay. And still am. I'm an old yeah, soul yeah, man. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, for sure. 60s, 70s. 60s, 70s. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Yeah, definitely. And then into the 80s, like the police, you know, you got you got Devo. Do you, when you, let's, like a lot of actors, I know when they, maybe when you were sort of preparing for a role or, and I guess it really depends on the role, but what is like, do you have like a go-to pump up music? Like maybe you're on your way to an audition mm-hmm. or you're doing a play and, and it's like, it's opening night and you're in your car and you're like, all right, let me put on my go-to, like this is what I got to listen I, to. I know this is crazy. It is. It's the Breakfast Club. Oh, it's the Breakfast Club like soundtrack. Yeah, it's the Breakfast Club soundtrack, and there is this song on there, and it's it one. It's like it pops, and it just gets me going, man. You remember remember the Breakfast Club when they all, when they just all finished smoking uh, the J? Yeah, smoking the J, and they go into the uh, into like the library's room where they have the records, and they put on the record. They're all and they're like all dancing. dancing, and then and then the what's his name Emilio Estevez is in there, and he's like he's in the. The record room in the library. He puts on this this song. He comes out and then he starts doing backflips all around the second floor of the library. Breakfast Club library song. It's called Fire in the Twilight. Wang Chung is the group. You're an '80s man through and through. Yes, I sir. love it. We're gonna we're gonna keep it at that. All right, here we go. So go ahead and recommend a book that you would like to share with the audience. Definitely a McConaughey book. Yeah. Yeah, definitely McConaughey book. It's a, it's a, first of all, it's a great book on has some really good lessons in there. So Gr- Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. It's a good book, man. So is it like a is it a memoir? Is it like a biography? It's a memoir. Okay, cool. What did you really take out of it? His his determination. Yeah. Honestly, he he. It's funny because he talks about his parents and how they like they were supportive, but at the same time they weren't, and it's like. And there was this back and forth, and his family was, mm. you know, his family dynamics were really weird. His parents got divorced three times and remarried three times. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so can you, you imagine? You never hear that. Yeah, I know. And and he talks about it, how they would have, like, literal fist fights. <gasps> Whoa, that's And tough. he would see this. 
You know? Yeah, that's tough as a kid. Even as an yeah, adult. So even, even as an adult, a, even you, you as don't want to see that. Right? Yeah. You don't want to see it even as an adult. But can you imagine as a, as a kid growing up seeing that Yeah, your whole life? So it's just his, his determination, man. He just, mm. like you said, it seems like he just, even at a young age, he was he saw his path or he saw something. There where yeah. He made his mistakes. I'm not, I mean, you read his book yeah. and he tells you his mistakes. He sees them, right? He tells you the lessons he's learned from them. But at the same time, it's almost like, man, you were just meant to be there. He persevered through. He persevered, so much man. And, he just know, persevered yeah, through yeah. it, and it was really cool. Like his, he wrote that book because his his wife told him, "You need, I, I can't stand you right now. You need to leave and write this book. Yeah, go to the mountains and disappear. That that's that's his therapy, and that was his therapy. Yeah, I mean, look at the cover of the book. Is him like it looks like he's almost in like a very in meditative. A, very <laughs> the, the cover of the book looks very much like a joke. If it, an SNL skit was like, here's a book written by Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> So these are my like kind of not big thinky kind of fun, quick questions. These are more about your personal self and less about the arts, but they could be about the arts. Who knows? Or they can be about the farts. (laughs) All right, here we go. What is your unrealistic dream job? Unrealistic dream job? Oh, man. Old school Disney animator. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's great. The old school Disney animator. That's amazing. No, but they. I remember in Orlando when I was a kid, they opened up the Disney MGM Studios and they had a whole section of animation. Yeah. Like the magic of animation. And there were real animators there, like real Disney animators working there. Yeah, really? And it was part of the, the, the like the two, like the hour, you know, walkthrough that they did. And you can see them there. They were like flipping through papers and doing the thing. Definitely. But yeah, man, this, but Disney, old school Disney animated, like paper and pencil, you know, not the computer stuff. That's amazing. That would have been, I mean, that's like the pioneer, man. I mean, that would have been such an, a crazy, and that, those stories of, of, of like the Walt Disney team and, and, and like the crew, like they started everything. I mean, they that's did. the reason why Pixar is where they are now is because they started this in 1928. The reason any of these yeah. animation studios are where they are, are because Disney did what they did. All right, here's, a, here's another fun one. What do you think you were in your past life? Maybe some artist in Italy. Yeah, I was gonna say like an artist like during the Renaissance. Yeah, do the during. I, you know what? I yes, that's exactly what I was. And considering in my English and and uh, history class in twelfth grade, I won a Renaissance Man Award. Renaissance Man Award? How did you? They uh, started these awards for students that were in their class or not in their classes, like mm-hmm. in school, and they were voted on by teachers. And teachers would would give out you know the, let's say Renaissance the, mm. the Renaissance Award just to a student who was kind of involved in uh, you know just number mm-hmm. of things throughout the throughout the school years you know that they were there and they thought you were the best man for the job do you still have this trophy i don't have that trophy but i do have the ninth grade outstanding boy trophy <laughs> outstanding yeah. Yeah, ninth grade outstanding, outstanding boy, boy. <laughs> but yeah it was awesome man it was it was a good time renaissance artist yeah i just just i guess you know i guess from what i got just i, I had my hands in everything all the time you know i did music i did i did uh i did sports i yeah. did art um, believe it or not, the only thing I didn't do in high school was act. I mean, you know what, dude? I think because every generation you try out something new. Maybe, maybe in ten years you'll want to start racing cars. Who knows? <laughs> I'd love to you race know? cars, and I'm not there even that. Go, listen, and, and I'm not even that. <laughs> maybe, like, that's your, maybe that's your actual dream job. Listen, I know this is gonna sound crazy. <laughs> Say it. I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I am a. I, I drive. Going backwards, I drive like a madman. <laughs> Wait, you're a great reverse driver. Why? Okay, first of all, how do you know this and why? Because I don't know. I was doing it in high school once, and and I don't know. If and it was per- and it was flawless. And my buddy, my buddy, like tempt you know, uh, bet me like, hey, I bet you can't go down the street going backwards. 
And I did. And then I kept going and I'm like, damn, I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> and then I never stopped. <laughs> and I never stopped. I and it's hard because it's like left is right and right is left. That's, that's yeah, the hard exactly. part. Yeah, exactly. Everything's yeah. reversed. But dude, yeah. I think it's the funniest thing. So I'm always like telling my girlfriend, maybe I should be a stuntman driver. Maybe you would be. Maybe in 10 years, you know, it's like you can be a stuntman driver. Yeah. At that sure. point, I got no fear. I'm, I'm probably about a couple shaves, you know, till I'm. Yeah, you got nothing to lose. I got a couple man. shaves left Absolutely. in me till I'm gone. And plus, you get to sit all day. You don't have to, sit. You don't have to walk anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's great man alright <clears throat> the weird things we find out about ourselves alright this is a fun one uh, let's say you were in the mafia what would be your mafia name damn come on this is a hard one this is, you gotta take some time to think know, about man. this one that's what I'm saying you gotta think on your feet oh. someone walks in hey look who it is <laughs> cool. hey look who it is it's perfect hair <laughs> it's perfect hair Harry <laughs> Hey, it's Hollywood Harry. It's Hollywood Harry. What's Hollywood going on? Harry? How What's you doing, going on, Hollywood? Yeah, exactly. You would be Hollywood. <laughs> they would, would call Hollywood. you, even if you weren't like an actor. They would be like, "You look like you're supposed to be in Hollywood." You, you look like you're you. Hollywood. We're gonna change your name. Renee doesn't fit you. You're Hollywood Harry. <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> Harry. <laughs> that's so funny. It's not even Renee. It's like, Hollywood. But that's not my name. It is now, <laughs> and you're gonna like it. What would your name be? Um. It would be like uh, Jimmy Jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I was gonna say like the Joker. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy Two Time. Uh, it would be like uh, Schizo. <laughs> schizo Jimmy, you know it's uh, uh, Schizo. S- Sammy Schizo. Sammy, Sammy. Schizo. <laughs> you never know when he's gonna snap. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> Oh no, it's Sammy Schizo. Oh no, it's Sammy Schizo here. And Hollywood Harry. (laughs) Hey, who'd you send on the job? Uh, I sent Hollywood Harry and Sammy Schizo. No! No, (laughs) get them back! (laughs) The job is fucked. (laughs) We're gonna come back in body bags. (laughs) Call them back. (laughs) Get them on the phone. Call them back, get them back. Oh my god, that's great. Sammy Schizo and Hollywood Sammy Harry. Schizo and Hollywood Harry. Next, next summer on <laughs> Disney Channel. <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus. Oh, I like that. That's good. All right, it's good. Hollywood, Hollywood so Harry. Fun. That's perfect, dude. All right, Renee, build me really quick your perfect, yes. your dream breakfast. Oh, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, listen. The perfect breakfast for me is just a good old-fashioned, some scrambled eggs or over-easy mm-hmm. fried eggs with some hash browns, mm. nice and crispy, and some crispy bacon. The All-American. The All-American breakfast. Denny's Grand Slam. The Denny's Grand Slam. I just actually learned. I don't know if you... Do you know how to cook bacon properly? Um, I just cook it till it's nice and crispy. Well, well here's a trick for you. When you're going to cook your bacon, make sure you fill the pan up with water till you cover all of your bacon. Really? And then you turn it on. You let the water boil. It starts to boil the bacon. It starts to boil the fat. And then it all cooks at the same time. And the water evaporates? Once it evaporates, you let it, you let it sit there, lower the, heat, lower the heat just a little bit, and then it starts to get crispy because everything is cooked. But isn't the bacon grease enough like liquid to keep no. it? No. No, because what will happen is sometimes the bacon grease cooks the, the part of the bacon that's not fatty, you know? Yeah, and it overcooks. And it overcooks it and then leaves a little bit of the fat kind of raw, you know, fatty. Wow, that is a pro tip, man. Pro tip, brother. Try it. You're going to remember me. Holy shit. Just all you got to do is literally cover the bacon with the water. Just just fill, cover the bacon. You don't put a lot. 
It's the best bacon you'll ever make. And some grits, man. Love me some grits. Yeah, you know what, dude? It's funny. I I would expect a Cuban breakfast. One of my favorite listen, one of my favorite one of my favorite breakfasts is this. you get a Cuban loaf of bread, mm-hmm. you cut that bad boy in half, <laughs> you take out some of that, you know, some of the chunky meat in there, right? Mm-hmm. The chunky <laughs> bread meat. Yeah, yeah. Right? I know exactly. You know what I'm talking about. You oh, know what I'm talking sure, about. Oh, for sure, for sure. Then you scramble some eggs, like really scramble some eggs, uh-huh. right? You put a little ketchup in while the eggs are cooking. You put a little ketchup and you mix it up. Uh huh. You put that on there, cut some tomatoes, you cut some onions, a little olive oil. Perfect Cuban egg sandwich. Ooh, Cuban breakfast sandwich. With some Cuban coffee. Oh, Cuban coffee, cafecito, little cafe con leche. Absolutely, little man. Little cafe con leche, bro. Mm. Cafe con leche can bring me back to life. I could be on the Dude, verge of death. I could be like, here, have some of this coffee. You take it, it's like, hold on. <laughs> 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 because it's like, not only is it the strength of a cafecito, but it's like the the it's like a milkshake because it's so sugary yeah. and it's so thick. It's so sugary, thick. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, it's 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 like a Guinness. With it's sugar. a Cuban Guinness. That's exactly Cuban Guinness. what it is. Oh my god. The Cuban Guinness. Wow, that's beautiful. The Cuban Guinness. I love that. It's exactly what it is. That's so funny. It's delicious, man. It's delicious. But no, I can't. You cannot beat like an all-American diner breakfast for sure. You can't, man. There's something about it. There's something about it. All right. So these are these are the last few questions. All right, go this for is it. the this or that section. Okay. And you have to choose which one you prefer with right. no context. Okay. Okay. Alien or predator? Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a life choice right there, man. Come on. (laughs) That's not a freaking easy. Aliens. Really? Yeah. Do you want to explain your context? I just think they're they're just more uh, ruthless. So in this scenario, they're on your side. Oh, definitely on my side. (laughs) Okay, okay, fine. You remember that scene in just real quick? I know it's a quick one, but do you remember that scene in Aliens when they're all of them are gathered in the in like that room and they're like looking at that little computer and it's like pew 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 and they're like coming in closer and they're like and then you got Bill Paxton. Come on, man! What the fuck? They're not out there, man! They're right outside, man! And then all of a sudden, this pew and they're like and they're like what the hell? And they're like they should be right on us. And then all of a sudden, the the main soldier goes into the roof and he just lifts the crate in the roof and he flashes the light and all mm-hmm. you see are all these aliens just coming i'm like oh god and he's like terrifying. they're on the roof and like, 80s man i'm telling you bro 80s, 80s. fucking 80s slew of films. i'm telling you that movies in the 80s were just spot on comedies horrors action films like it, it was just like back to back of all genres now all of a sudden there's horror films but it took like 10 15 years to get a good horror film but there was like one after another in those days yeah the 80s was just there was something in the water it's an interesting time it was something in the water man. you know what it was cocaine, cocaine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine man you see they got rid of it and look look at all the crap that happened <laughs> Everything's gone Nothing. to shit. Nothing. It's all shit. There's all crap. Uh, crap thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's grab a coffee or let's grab a beer. Hmm. It also depends who it's with. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It depends on who it's with. Yeah. Like I would say with you, let's grab a beer. Nine out of ten times for me, I don't know. I don't care who it is. I'm like, let's just grab a drink. Yeah, let's grab a quick beer. Yeah, I mean, because I'm, I'm more of an evening guy too, and like, Same. I don't want to grab a coffee at night. Same. I feel more comfortable in the evening. I'm more of myself mm-hmm. in the evening. I've had enough day to have like I got all my panic attacks out of the way. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so now it's <laughs> so I can just relax and now I now you can relax and drink your sorrows and drink and drink a beer. Yeah, but you're right. It depends on it depends on who who, who it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, all the way. All the way. 
It takes a very, very special cat, man. I've met some cats, man, that that they're like, wow, are you a, are you sure you're not a dog? Are you trying to disguise as a dog? I treat my cat like a dog, whether he likes it or not, because that's all I know. I would too. I don't know how to, what I, do you do with cats? I, I would too. I would totally, I would yeah, totally yeah. do the same thing. Dogs are special, man. Special, cats, dude. Cats are too, man. Animal, animal, all animals are special, right? But when you love a dog and it loves you back, oh my gosh. There's nothing like it's it. Like, it's like a Cuban Guinness, man. It's a Cuban Guinness. <laughs> Oh, oh man! So well, that's that it, it, dude. Yeah, those are my last questions, man. First of all, I love chatting with you. Uh, same. Like, yeah, I can talk I to you really all day. Enjoy chatting with this you. Is so fun. Fun. And 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 you talk and you talked about like the stuff that I love. Like, that's the key, know. man. It's just... If I had a podcast, this is exactly what type of podcast I would love to be. <laughs> you can have this one. You want this one? Yeah, I'll come. I'll just show up. I'll just just invite me <laughs> once a week. How about that? Once a week? I only do once a week. Oh damn! All right. I'll be your Ed McMahon. Can I be your Ed McMahon yeah. to your Johnny? You can be my Andy Richter. I'll be your Andy Richter to your, yeah. to your code. That'd be amazing. This is my real last question. I, okay. This is like my ending question. Right before we drop the curtain, I always ask this last question. Renee Granado. Yes, sir. What is your favorite noise? What is my favorite noise? <laughs> a baby's laughter. Oh, that's a, a good baby's one. Baby's laughter. That is a, a baby. It's so pure. A baby's laughter that it's so it's so pure. It's so it's just so funny. Yeah. It's just contagious, and you start laughing. Yeah, and it's so unfiltered. It's so unfiltered. And how do they know? Like what? It's, that's that's the beauty of it. It's a it's it's laughter is is just a product of pure happiness. Yeah, baby's laughter. It's pure. That's what I like about it. It's pure. It's innocent. Yeah, baby's laughter. That's a good one, man. I like that. You know, perfect answer. Well, that's it, man. Thank you so much for doing this, Renee. Dude, yeah, so yeah. excited, man. Thank you again so much. Yeah, it's so nice to catch up with really you, Really appreciate uh, it. It's nice because I feel like we got to hang out. It was perfect. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, best of luck. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, bro. You're a wonderful guy. Same to you. I'm going to do my clothes off, so I'm going to... Go for it. I'm going to begin a sentence, and I'd like you to finish it for me, okay? Oh, jeez. It goes like this. All right, guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Conversations from a Room. Have a nice night, and... Have a pleasant tomorrow. All right, guys, that's the show. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope to see you guys here next episode. If you guys are liking the show, make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and follow the show on any platform you listen to to get updates on new episodes. And honestly, best way to help out is just spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your teachers, tell the guy at the grocery store who bags your beans, <laughs> the, you know, the bean guy. Tell that guy. I'm sure he'll like the show. Anyways, episodes are always free and available to listen on any platform where podcasts are enjoyed. Also, feel free to reach out to me. You guys have any questions you want to be on the show? By all means. If you want to get in contact, reach out and follow me on the show on Discord at Conversations from a Room or on my Instagram at Christian Lugo. Hope to see you next time. Take care. <laughs>